so excited about Obamacare. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all my elective surgeries, beginning with neon yellow nylon hair plugs from Chucky. Well, what do you know? Live from Madison, Wisconsin's High Noon Saloon. Cold beer, hot music, nothing wrong with that. It's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? On today's show, the AI brain behind the University of Wisconsin's driverless vehicle research project, Peter Rafferty. To my right is John Tuline, keyboards and offhand remarks. By his side, that stand-up guy on stand-up bass, Jeff Hammond. Straight ahead, so to speak, Lyle Anderson, Carol Unner, and phone answerer. And myself, most definitely, Stephanie Lee. And now, the man who will self-drive himself, thank you, Michael Feldman. Oh, yeah. Hey, I self-drove here. What are you talking about? Thank you, John and Jeff. As always. John Tuling, Jeff Hammond on the bass. Now that was a good open. That was a good job. Very good opening there. Stephanie Lee over here. Thank you, Stephanie. And for all you do, would you have a self-driving car, Stephanie? Um, if I could afford it, maybe. <laughs> why would you want a? Why would you buy a car and let it drive itself? I get a BMW. Uh huh. Got the grill in front. They know what it is. They see me coming. Uh huh. You know. I'm. I'm going to sit there like a dork while my car drives itself? That, what is the point of paying all that money for a BMW if it drives itself? Well, I would never buy a BMW to begin with, so maybe but you're asking a, the wrong person. Pick a car of your choice. So what car, you know? I don't know. I drive simple cars. Yeah. But I like the idea of not having to drive myself. I could read while I commute to work. I mean, honestly, I just want a better public transportation system. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. <laughs> How about a bus driver? Bus drivers are good. They're very nice guys. Okay. Where was I? Obamacare. That's pretty exciting, though, isn't it? One good thing had to happen sometime, you know. Finally, something good had to happen. You know, it's like Dorothy's house falling on the Wicked Witch. You know, just Trump's red shoes sticking out there. It was good. So and he's pretty upset, I guess. And I guess he's right now he's on a drunken 18 at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know actually when you think about it, it's, it's no big surprise. Guys who hate government don't know how to run one. <laughs> Why would they? You know, it's other expertise. Uh, just one uh, question for Mr. Trump: How does a bill become a law? <laughs> Did you watch the film strip? I don't think so. And Mr. Trump, sir, money talks, bullshit walks. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's from the Trump Manifesto. You know the hell with your tax returns. Release your IQ score. Unbe unbelievable. Release your actual class rank at Fordham. I want to see it. And poor Paulie Ryan just sitting there, you know, head to the wall, civil defense style in the speaker's <laughs> office gently sobbing something about Medicare is the law of the land. <laughs> Poor Polly. Uh, in other news, the Mar-a-Lago bill, the Democrats proposed the Mar-a-Lago bill. Uh, that's where Trump has to have his scores notarized. 
Okay, smattering, smattering, I'll put a smattering of appreciation there. I-A-T-I-O-N, okay, got it. Uh, Trump is going to send people to Mars, starting with the holdouts on Trump care. <laughs> Plus, the U.S. will no longer cover representatives on their Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay. Well, they can get Obamacare. Uh, astrophysically, Trump likes Mars because at 38% of Earth's gravity, you could drop a ball 100 yards. No golfers here. Okay. <laughs> Mars Alago is what I'm thinking. Resort time. A renovation at the tomb of Jesus discovers a note gone fishing for men. Okay. Uh, Johnson and Johnson is pulling its best for baby ads from Klan and Nazi sites. Anyway, I was just thinking that uh, a huge study, a huge study, finds a nervous ticks the best low-impact exercise. <laughs> Sean Spicer and the rusty-patched bumblebee to endangered species list. Thank you. I know you're, I heard you. Thank you very much. Are you single or are you married? <laughs> what? Okay, never mind. I keep forgetting. I am. A uh, self-driving car repeatedly drives back and forth over title holder. I have no punchline in that joke, but I just keep seeing that happening if I ever got one. Because they would resent you, wouldn't you? Why should your, your name be on the title? And they do all the work. Artificial intelligence, so they will have emotions too, obviously. Uh, heart tissue has been grown on spinach leaves. What? It's not bad enough. It's spinach. It has to throb. Who's going to eat a piece of throbbing spinach? This is the worst. What age do we live in? And finally, and I mean that, under a new executive edict, uh, flyers who want to work on their laptops flying from the seven boogie-boogie countries uh, will have to fly in the hold, ladies and gentlemen. And that's all the news. That is it. Thank you so much. And for your indulgence. I'm so excited about our next guest and about what's happening in Madison here. Madison's going to be the center of self-driving cars. So actually, we're not needed anymore. I'm not so excited now when I think about that. The drivers are not needed. But someone's got to pay for them, unless they're self-financing uh, cars. <laughs> there's an idea. And Peter Rafferty, there's a big thing here at the UW now. There's a big uh, self-driving uh, car movement, as you know and the research for it, and, and sort of a, a, well, he'll tell you all about it. Peter Rafferty from the University of Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. Self-driving transportation. It goes where it wants to. Oh, you take this, throw that out of it. Sorry, that's an emu. No, no, not out there, because someone will keep it. I already lost my other thing here. My flamingo is gone. It's gone. Somebody stole it? Somebody stole my flamingo. What the? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm so excited about that. I actually am building my own self-driving car. Are a lot of people doing this now, I guess. Yeah, some people are doing that. Yeah. I got the LiDAR. That's the big thing. Honestly, that, I did. Here. Yeah, that's Send critical it. to have the LiDAR. Oh, you, it, it hasn't arrived yet. This is a big thing you put on the top of your car, mm -hmm. and it rotates. 
and uh, where is it here? So everybody knows what radar is, I right? I got the receipt. So here that, it is. That uses radio waves, and he's talking about LIDAR, which uses light waves. So yeah. it's much more accurate. I got the Replidar A2360 laser scanner. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. That's a good one. Is that's, that the way to go? That's the one on my Amazon wish list. It's on yeah. your wish list? Yeah. Well, I got yeah. it. It's coming. It hasn't come yet. Yeah. And then I got to figure out how to do it, because you got to put radars around your car as well. That's right. right. That's right. One on the wheel. So, um, yeah, or, or around the, the periphery of yeah. it so that it keeps track of other vehicles and bikes and things around it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah, the t and here's what I think we should do at UW here is what's key to this is not the mechanical stuff or not making the cars. Forget it. It's the artificial intelligence box. Right? Am that, I right? That's right. Yes. To make these things truly autonomous, we are talking about deep learning, machine learning, artificial intelligence. That's uh, still years away before we were really at that well, point. Well, we got to get on yeah. that here. Yeah, we are. We are. Are we on yeah. that? Yeah, we're we're working on it. Yes. Oh, good. Because yes, I thought I was yeah. telling you something you didn't know. <laughs> that's my old human intelligence yeah. for you. But that's yep. that's where it's at, right? The artificial intelligence behind this whole thing. Yeah, to be truly autonomous, because you can really only hard code so many uh, uh, different circumstances that a car might might encounter as you're driving, yeah, or at, as it's driving, but. Uh, uh, to be able to deal with all the quirky nuance that we're all familiar with, uh, you're, you're going to have to have something uh, much higher level of at least artificial intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Quirky nuance. You've seen me drive, in other words. Yeah. So yeah. much of, of my driving is intuitive. Yeah, driving is complicated. It's complicated because there's emotions involved in it, <laughs> and there's uh, how you feel about the other vehicles. Now, <laughs> if we can fill, you know, if you just filter out, like if someone is driving a Maserati or something like that, and you see them and you resent that mm -hmm. tremendously, that's yeah. going to affect your driving skills, won't it? But yes, yeah, certainly. And uh, do, do you want your uh, car to be programmed to react in the same way? No, I'm saying that's, yeah. that's the advantage of artificial intelligence. Oh, sure, yes. So yeah, avoid absolutely. them. Yet it, it's all about fuzzy logic, isn't it? It used to be called fuzzy logic, right? Yeah, that's another, another aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, again, just dealing with all the uncertainty is really key. One thing we're really yeah. excited about is that these, these self-driving cars and the increasing automated features that are available now and will be increasingly available yeah. are, are really going to bring us a lot of safety gains because we're seeing, we're seeing an increase in fatal crashes again, both, both nationwide and here in Wisconsin, and uh, for the last two years, and that's something we haven't seen in 50 years now. <laughs> And you know, we were pointing to things like distracted driving or impaired driving. Uh, and self-driving cars don't get drunk. They don't fall asleep. They're, they're not reading a newspaper. Or, they're not or on texting. their phones. They're right, not on their right, phones. Right, right. Yeah, so the awareness or is... Or are they? Is, they may be communicating, but they can, they can multitask better than we can. Well, that's what we say, too, yeah. though. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. the more they become human, aren't they more fallible in all these areas? That's an interesting theory. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. Right. I knew I'd get one eventually. Yeah. This is All my right, first, let me, actually. Let me, let me write that down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so what is going to happen here in Madison? Are all these cars going to converge here, or are we have, we're not just getting a, a service out to Eagle, Eagle Point? Right. So what we're working on here at the university is uh, a, a whole, there's a whole variety of different things to work on. There, there are the legal and liability and insurance type questions. There's the human factors. How do people interact with these vehicles? There are all the technical things like the LIDAR and the radar uh, and, and the, the, the stereo or camera vision that, that they're using as well. So a lot of sensor technologies. 
Uh, and then there are really a, quite a variety of different applications too, not just the vehicles that consumers might be able to go out and buy, but there are applications in defense and agriculture. And I, I, you know, of course, I brought some pictures to hold and up to the microphone. defense of agriculture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, that well, company. Is that a tractor? That's, a, that's an automated tractor from. Oh, from, how cool is that? From Case. Farm people. Yeah. Yep. And so the. Uh, Makes you kind of want one. So, so I don't want people to think that we're just working with Tesla or others that are, are going to be adding additional automated features as we move along, uh, we're, we're really looking at a, a variety of other types of applications. So the vehicles you can buy now are, are, are what we call... Oh, your uh, notes. Yeah, my notes. Thanks. Uh, we talk about different levels of autonomy or automated features. Is this what's coming to Madison? It's like that's a, one that a we van do, or that's, something. That's what we hope to have in Madison. And, and that's a, uh, there, are, there are a few different makers of these really pretty fully autonomous minibuses, which would hold 10, bus, yeah. 10 or 12 or 15 people. Uh, and they're, they're accessible. They're low speed. They don't have steering wheels and pedals. Uh, so they, uh, you know, so they're pre-programmed. So you're stuck in the there once and, you get in it. Well, they, they they give you a button so you can stop and get off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so this is something that could be used on a campus. So they have an arm that picks you up from right. the curb yeah. like yeah. a garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a that, that's an extra feature probably <laughs> that maybe somebody at home could add that. And are these yeah. in place now? These vehicles yes. in Madison? Uh, not in Madison, but they they exist in other places in the country. But they're coming here. This is what we're getting. Yes, we do hope to get one of those, uh, possibly this year yet. But if not this year, next year. How many are we getting? Well, we start with one because they're so expensive, and the manufacturing <laughs> is. Uh, but isn't this it, a, isn't a, there a grant or something involved here? Uh, the so what you might be referring to is a designation that we got in January from the U.S. Department of Transportation as an automated. Um, vehicle proving grounds. Yes. Go Badgers! Proving grounds. Yes, thank you. And uh, we're, we're one of 10 of these around the country that were identified to, to do this. So it's forming a network, a peer network, to, to work on all these different issues. Peer so, network for the? For the proving grounds. For the cars themselves, or the? Right, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the, uh, so the, for instance, the ones in Michigan or California work a lot with the, the private automobile uh, sector, whereas what we might focus on are the, uh, the like the, the minibus that you just, that we were just talking about, as well as agriculture and some of these other applications that I mentioned. Yeah. And the, uh, the of course, it doesn't come with any funding and the situation at oh, the federal doesn't. and the state level uh, isn't, isn't. You know, very, is that because very, of the governor? It isn't very good because of that. Well, the transportation budget, you know, it's been in the news and they're having their own troubles. So they, uh, they, are, they, they have other priorities right now. And that's well, they okay. do. That's well, surprising. Because we can, uh, uh, we're, we're certainly able to get private, private uh, industry investment. Because this in could be things. huge. It is huge. It, it is already huge. And we're really just at the beginning of a very long transition, however. Yeah. I, you know, people shouldn't think about... Will next year, will we be seeing all these fully autonomous vehicles driving around Madison? No, that's not, not the case. It's going oh. to be a longer transition, both on the, the private vehicle side, as well as uh, deploying these fleets of really fully autonomous vehicles. The, uh, but yeah. in another year, you should be able to be physically transported from the Wisconsin Union to Eagle Heights. That's right. 
uh, either against your will or with it. Yeah, right? that's right. You could put somebody in the vehicle. So, and that, yeah. so there's going to be, that's yeah. the route, isn't it? Because I saw a map somewhere that showed. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. 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 We're looking at those routes on campus as well as uh, yeah. uh, you know, Epic Healthcare has an interest in, in having these on, on their campus. Yeah. yeah. Mixed opinions out there. What? But uh, So the application for these minibuses are, are good for campus, whether corporate or university. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so that would be in, in effect when? Uh, this, well, hopefully this year yet, we would get a, be able to get a vehicle here. Just um, one? For starters. And then, well, because there, there's research and development still going on with these, as well as needing to work out some of the policy questions that we have with our, our legislature and our current laws that... Um, and our current legislature. In our current legislature, yeah. yes. Um, Let's talk about the AI part of it. Is this what your field is? Are you in artificial intelligence? No, I'm, I'm a transportation? transportation engineer Yeah. yeah by background. So I, yeah. I worked a lot with the, the different uh, state DOTs uh, over the years and as automated vehicles. Which states have you worked so far? Uh, boy, Washington, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, yeah. all the ones around our You're area. You're bouncing around there. Is that a good yeah. thing or a bad well, thing? Well, I've been here at the university for 11 years. Okay. Yeah, but I work with other other agencies all around right. the And country. is it all going this way towards the, what, mm -hmm. you know, uh, somebody who's coming from a different place, different planet or whatever, where they drive their own vehicles, uh, what yeah. is the appeal in having some, someone, something else drive you around instead of you doing it mm -hmm. yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, like, like we heard earlier, there, there are those that want to have these uh, vehicles themselves so that they, when they're driving, say, on a highway in their, in their Tesla, which is a partial automation right now, mm -hmm. again, that's an expensive vehicle, right? That's not available to everybody right, right now. But uh, you can, the, the vehicle can stay in its own lane, change lanes, and it has adaptive cruise control, so it can follow vehicles. So that would free you up uh, to, uh, to do other things. Now that's where the tricky thing is. With these private automakers, they're adding these features, which in a way are uh, allowing drivers to be even more distracted. Ah. And, and kind of taking their attention away uh, from what they should be focusing on. Now, you might have heard of a couple of interesting crashes from Tesla. There was one last May, a fatal crash, where a vehicle uh, they had turned on the autopilot just a, a couple of minutes before, mm -hmm. and I was driving, and it, it just failed to pick up a, a truck turning in front of them and, and, and ran right into it. Failed to pick up a truck it failed, turning in front of right. them. Right, and so <laughs> clearly a problem there. Yeah. But the expect, the under, the- Was that a LiDAR failure, or is uh, that a, Actually, interestingly, they don't use LiDAR. They, they rely solely on radar and the uh, and video. Well, that, that's the problem, then, isn't it? Well, some might say that yeah. it's a flaw, but the how uh, can you miss a truck in front? Well, of you? Even I can do that. So the agreement point. with these partial automated vehicles is that the drivers or the operators are supposed to be paying attention. So the automaker wasn't found to be at fault in that case. The the driver was. Yeah. Uh, so what you know, I refer to that as this messy middle where we're going to have increasing automated features, but an expectation that the driver or operator is still going to be paying attention. Yeah. And that's that's. So that's even big, worse than just driving it yourself. And that's uh, a big concern that we have. Yes. Yeah. In our field, and that's why you hear about Waymo, Apple. Uh, Waymo is what Google calls their self-driving car unit now. Uh, or Alpha, Alphabet, yeah. So Waymo, Apple, uh, the uh, uh, the mini buses that I showed you are are skipping that messy middle. They're 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 trying to just not even have user controls, not not having the wheel and the pedals in there, and just go to a fully autonomous vehicle. Right. You know, that you that. can do nothing about. Well, what you if you see a, a, you're you're riding around in your car and it's fully autonomous, mm -hmm. and you see it making a grievous mistake? 
such mm-hmm. as cutting off some, but I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So again, yeah, they'll have some, emotions. Some are malfunction. Some right? are yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. shouldn't there be? An, is there an override, or isn't there? Or, yeah, yeah. There's certainly. Uh, these are all the override. Uh, to opening the door and yeah. is jumping. A col- a eject button or a kill switch. Right? Yeah. 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 These are all questions that were not answered yet. We're right. We have way more and, questions. And, and like the highly emotional yeah. and charged question of who should the car kill. Yeah. If there is yeah. a killing involved, who should get killed? The actually owner, the guy on the lease, mm-hmm. or uh, the, the poor family crossing the street there with their dog? Yeah, that's right. And so, how, yeah. what, what is the feeling? Now, so we get into ethics. Yes, certainly. And that's, the, uh, that's a whole other area of research is the, uh, how, how do we program these vehicles to respond to that? Uh, and there's a, if you want to look up an interesting tool, go to the MIT, well, just look up MIT Moral Machine. And what it does, <laughs> what it does is it, it, it presents you with two different scenarios. Say uh-huh. you're in an automated vehicle, right. or, well, you, there's an automated vehicle, and yeah. say there's a, there's a malfunction or unexpected ice or, or something, and they have to make a decision between doing one of two different things. Right. And that could be, uh, uh, you know, and, you know, I, uh, for instance, right? There are a hundred of these on there, but a for instance is a, uh, say you've got a, a, a criminal, a bank robber running from a bank in front of you against the red light and he jumps out in front of you. Does the vehicle go ahead and kill that person or do they veer onto the sidewalk and kill the baby? Uh, right. <laughs> or, or, uh, or, or, you know, a certain number of dogs or something like that. And, yeah. and it, it, it's it's it gets a little uncomfortable when you think about those things. Well, I don't see any problem with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like you were saying, do you, do you do you do you collide with pedestrians or do you veer off and yeah. and, and risk killing your your own passenger? Yeah, or drive you, the guy into a wall. Your owner and save your, the pedestrians, yeah. a cute little family with a little dog, a little yeah. Pekingese. <laughs> so how, yeah, so how is that going to be resolved then? Can you can you mm-hmm. be able to program your car to? Respond the way you want you, it to. You try to program it so that, first of all, that it is a... Because uh, if I'm going to pay for this thing, I'm not going to drive it in a wall, obviously. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> under any circumstance. Nor do you want it Were to they crossing against yeah. the light? I don't know. Yeah. Nor do you want your car to kill you, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. And how we program these is, is yeah. a, it's a big area of research. Yeah. Uh, so fortunately, the... Decisions are in- incredibly rare where those that that sort of scenario will come up because the the sensor technology is such that they're they're so aware of the surroundings and if there's something uh, an impending collision of some sort it it also reacts much faster than a human can so mm-hmm. you, you, you may be looking ahead or looking off to the side and a mm-hmm. vehicle, your your car will see something in the other direction mm-hmm. and not only see it before you do it but you'll be able to apply the brakes or steer or do something to uh, avoid that hazard yeah. yeah and then there's the hack whole hacking thing i mean can they be yeah. hacked and can someone take yeah. over your car while you're just trying to go a few blocks yes yeah, yep. that's another, uh, yeah. you know, like, like I was saying, there's so many different things to work on, and that's why we're excited to have this designation, because it's a really, it's a growing, growing field, and it's a very transformative thing. Yeah. You're mentioning cybersecurity, yeah. and with all of these vehicles, they're increasingly not only automated, but what we call connected, or connected vehicles, and they're not only talking to other cars, but other, uh, online, other the traffic signals, yeah, yeah the, the cloud. Uh, you know, and, and yes, there's a there's a hacking concern. That's all we're going to say about that. There's a there's a concern. Yes, there's a okay. concern. Because I noticed one of the guys who's involved in this is a former hacker himself. The guy who's involved in mm-hmm. sort of doing, uh, you know, uh, right, 
transforming cars into self-drivers. Mm -hmm. He's a former hacker himself, so I figure there must be some opportunities there. Why would anyone <laughs> yeah. want to do that? I don't know. You know. To, to hack into a vehicle? Or anything. Yeah. I don't know. Any, any yeah. sort of hacking really makes no sense to me, but I can see where it probably would happen if it could. Mm -hmm. Well, we've seen it. We've seen hacking done to some success in some certain elections and things, right? I don't know what you're referring to. And, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's it's very and uh, the uh, the vehicle that we will be having is that a Google uh, vehicle or uh, where do these come from? The ones that uh, become the Madison. Uh, the minibus that I that I was talking about is actually manufactured in France right now. It's a, oh, it is. It's a French company. Ah. Uh, they're opening a facility here to to manufacture the vehicles here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll be seeing more. But don't the French things. have a you know in terms of artificial intelligence they have a totally different way of looking at things. Would that sort of AI work in an American uh, setting? Because they might have a really yeah. to totally different reaction to what goes on in an intersection. That's a, that's a, that's a tricky thing to speculate about for me. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess we won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Peter. It's been yeah. fascinating. And when this all begins in, in about a year in Madison? Uh, well, we have things going on right now, but yeah, uh, yeah including other vehicles that we're adding these sensor technologies yeah. to, and, 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 and things will just continue picking up. For and, sure. what, and what about in-house in terms of, of someone who's interested in artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. is into the programming of it, into the whole thing, is, is, is UW-Madison going to be a place where, where that happens? Yes, yes, absolutely. So yes. it's not just our uh, departments and the other departments within our College of Engineering, but we include computer science. Uh, as part of that as well. Yeah, and that's happening. You're saying that is happening. There are things going on, yes. This is the place yes. to be. Thank yep. you, Peter Rafferty. Right. Ladies and okay. gentlemen, right. Madison. We're self-driving. Peter Rafferty. Peter Rafferty, P-E-P-T-O-E-A-I-C-P. I don't know what any of those mean, but they're all good, I'm sure. He's an engineering hall. You can check him out. And this is all happening uh, Wisconsin Proving Ground. So what's going on here. So it's very cool, I think. If you like this kind of thing, and I do. And here's the route. You go all the way from, uh, you can go all the way from Eagle Heights, uh, past the softball, the Goodman softball, uh, past the ramp there, lot 60. And you can go all the way to the uh, sports complex on Observatory Drive there. And uh, okay, whether you want to or not, you will be. Well, it looks, it's very exciting, actually. I hope this all comes to pass as it is. All right, then. Are you pretty good, then? Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. That was interesting. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, we got to get something interesting on just to justify. <laughs> Because, you know, a podcast is supposed to have things of interest because people are trying to sleep by them yeah. and they want to pay close attention and doze off. <laughs> That's the way it works. Are things otherwise good? Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still doing things and tra doing traveling or? Uh, traveling, no. not so That's... much. I'm going to Italy. You are? Yeah. Why didn't you say something? <laughs> I don't I, I just did. <laughs> I'm going when to Italy going in May. To, you um, are. Oh, wonderful. Won't affect the show, but my yeah. family's taking a vacation because my brother. I think it could affect the show if you go to no, Italy. No, no, no. We planned around it, Michael. You did? That's how important oh. it is. Wow. <laughs> and your brother's graduating, though, too. Yeah, my brother's graduating. He got into Harvard's Beth Israel Hospital. For Beth his, Israel! For his residency. Oh, he so, can't do better than that. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's kind of a big deal, my brother. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you. we're going to go celebrate his graduation. And so. where are you going to in Italy? 
Uh, lots of different places, Rome, Venice, the Amalfi Coast. Yeah. Yeah, it'll no, be fun. That's all in Italy. You're right. Yep, but <laughs> way off in May, so nothing, yeah. nothing that I'm well, aware that, of before That then. sounds very exciting. And John, I know you've got a lot of trips planned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Little Italy. Little Italy in, in Chicago? Yeah. What are you going to order? Did you order ahead? Uh, you... I'm going to order some pasta, I think. Yeah? yeah. I might start with a salad or... Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you don't, you're not doing the stuffed peppers uh, like you used to? Uh, did I do the stuffed peppers? I thought for a while there you were doing a stuffed uh, pepper. Yeah, maybe I did. Yeah. yeah. What are you favoring these days when you go to an Italian restaurant? What do you... Oh, I don't know. It's whatever they, you know, whatever their special. Oh, but you're you're a good orderer, and I a lot of times I, I, I follow. Like to, you. I keep my eye on the risotto sometimes. Yeah, the I, risotto. I kind of feel out the wait person to see, like, do you like the, the, veg, the veggie risotto there? How is yeah. that? Yeah, I don't they, order risotto because I don't know what it is. It's rice. Like Why don't they call, if they called it rice? I well, might order it, but risotto makes it sound like it's something else again. But you know. Yeah. Okay, and Jeff. Nice to see you. Okay. <laughs> this tune here, is this one of yours or? No, this is, uh, we'll do one of mine in the next hour, but uh, this is uh, okay. This is that Mel Torme tune. Me next week. Next week. We have two hours today, though, right? Yes, but <laughs> the other one is next week. Oh. Oh, I mean, next week. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Boy, stupid. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, take two there. Uh, yeah, next week. Yeah, and this song is what? Born to be Blue. Beautiful song.
That was very nice. Mel Torme wrote that? That true? Yeah. The Velvet Fog. Yeah, when he was 17. I don't know, that's Jeff's story. Yeah, 17? By 18, he was done. Mel Torme. Any Mel Torme fans here? Huh? You're a Mel Torme fan? Peter Rafferty. I, yeah, certainly. I appreciate the music. Thanks. Quick comment. John and Jeff, good to see you again. You guys played at my wedding a lot of years ago. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Really, really. And the, the marriage is still going really well. Yeah. I, I recommend it. Peter, Peter Rafferty. They married him. What? No. Boy right here. I'm sorry, what? A birthday boy right oh, here. We all got something though, don't we? <laughs> you got a birthday boy. I got my own problems. <laughs> she doesn't want to be acknowledged even. Do you want to be acknowledged? No, no. I, I'm, I'm. Can I ask your name? Can I ask your name? Uh, Scott. Just, just the one name? Yes. Uh, Scott Kirkpatrick. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, Scott, are you from around here? Or? Yeah, from Middleton. Middleton, that's not around here. Okay, so what was... Are you near the gravel pit, or where? what part of Middleton are you from? Over by um, uh, Mendota Park, kind of Lake Mendota Park. Oh, very nice, very nice. Nice property there, huh? Uh, yeah. A place out there, Scott? Uh, yeah. You, got a, you have a dock? Um, not right now, no. What happened to it? <laughs> well, it's, it's too early to have a dock right now. I mean, you have a dock. You have a little lakefront... Uh, we will, yeah. Do you ever party out there, Scott? Yeah, well, you could come anytime. Yeah, but you won't be partying anytime, right, Scott? <laughs> and today, I understand, is your birthday. Yes, it is. Scott's yes, birthday. All right. Yeah. Holy yeah. Scott's birthday. And uh, so what are you, what are you doing uh, for that, then? Uh, this is not the extent of it, I hope. This is it, right here. This is wow. the part to party. Sad. So sad, as Donald Trump might say. After one of his tweets. So sad, period. Oh, no, I'm very excited to be here. Okay, but this is well, then after here, where do you mean what? To dinner. We actually we did a big thing last night. We went to New Glarus and went to. New Glarus? Yes. Holy cow, you pulled out the stops. <laughs> pulled out the stops. We went out polka ing at. Oh, oh, there's a picture of it. I can't show you that. I'm a, hold it up to the camera. Okay, yeah, very nice. You polka to New Glarus? Where, where in New Glarus can you? New Glarus Hotel. Naturally. Yeah, how, can he polka? We can, we can move, I'm telling you. We can compete with the... Yeah, but can he polka? Well, yeah. Can we see an example here of a... Okay, look, uh, John and uh, strike polka for the birthday polka. Come on, Scott. And you're... Uh, I'm Carrie. Scott Carrie. Scott, Scott Carrie up for a little birthday polka. Make a little room for him here. I'm sorry, thank you. Yes. Birthday polka. Perfectly well. That resembled. What do we have for Scott uh, on his birthday and Carrie for doing that sure. polka? Sure. Celebrate your birthday by putting some freshly roasted Tano Badak or El Aguila Pacamara huh? in your coffee. In Come your on, coffee say it cup. again. Say it for real this time. I might be butchering this. Yeah. Tano Batak or El Aguila Pacamara in yeah. your coffee cup from Herb Brodsky and his eager team at Denver's famed Novo Coffee. Happy birthday. Oh.
That's all they get. And yet there's more. Come on, it's his birthday. We only have so many things we can give away, Michael. I don't want to give it give all a, away. Give him a game or something. Give sure. Him the, Celebrate game. your birthday by playing What Do You Know, the party game, including contestants, party game. cards, questions, audience, and the phone tabs. Michael Feldman bobblehead. All right. All right. Happy birthday, Scott. I won't ask you the number because I'm a little embarrassed to uh, bring that you, subject up. That was awesome. Awesome. Oh, thank you. You did a very good job. Too. How are you doing? Well, how are you? Fine. And you are? My name is Bert. Yeah, I said that before. Is it B-U-R-T? B-E-R-T. Short for? Roberta. Oh, of course, Roberta, yeah. Okay. I just, I just flew in from Tampa, Florida at 10.54. You did? Wow. I did. This morning? This morning. So you're still jet lagged. No, no, not at all. No. I, um, I saw you here 20 years ago. You did? And I'm here to pick up my son, who's at the regional high school dance Michael. festival. Yeah. Whoa. And <laughs> Wait a minute, and he doesn't look like me, does he? Uh-oh. I couldn't be that lucky, could I? <laughs> and um, when my, oh my goodness, when my plane landed, I got on my phone and said, what's going on? In Madison? Yeah, and it was listed it was somewhere? Feldman, and I said, I'm going. So the, I told the driver, take me to Michael Feldman right now. Wonderful story. I say that Vicki, my driver, from Janesville, yes. had no clue who you were no. or where I was going. No, we don't get as far as Janesville. But, but, but I, I let her know about you. Did you? I did. In no uncertain terms, I hope. <laughs> Yes, on no uncertain terms. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for being here. I'm and, uh, thrilled to be here. I brought my brother here 20 years ago for his 40th birthday. Yeah. And um, now he's 60. So, 60. yeah. So, well, it's been a long time. I tell you, shit happens. You know, I, <laughs> I know. You know, we have something for you just for making this effort, don't we? Yes, Let's absolutely. Let's give her a bunch of stuff. Oh, a bunch of stuff. What Again, do we have? We don't have that many things, but would you like there's some... There's a bunch of stuff. Would you like some fancy coffee? Because <laughs> there's that. Coffee, okay. Coffee. Yeah, the, coffee. the same thing that you read before. Don't try yeah. again. Yeah. And then try. what? Um, give her the party game. Uh, if you've ever wondered about Michael's life on the road or his unexamined personal life, you'll have the book Something I Said, Innuendo and Out the Other, yeah. including the CD My Life the Musical, Fleshed Out with Music by John Seeger. Yeah. Really, it's not much for making it. Are you, are you here on business or? No, no, my son is uh, here for the regional high school dance festival. He's a ballet dancer. He's no a kidding. high schooler and he's performing tonight at Memorial okay, something. Memorial high school, yeah. No, no. Memorial Union. Union. Memorial, Memorial Union. Oh, of course, on campus. Yes. Yeah. So he's a six foot four ballet dancer. Whoa. And, uh, so we'll see how it goes tonight. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good to see you again. Fabulous. Fabuloso. I love it. All right, we're going to play What Do You Know quiz here. Now we gotta, uh, we're got we going to take uh, volunteers here. Anybody who wants to self-drive their way through this quiz here, you can self-quiz. If you don't want to do it, you can have your artificial intelligence play the What Do You Know quiz, if you can manage that. And uh, uh, I don't see anybody leaping out of their chairs, at least not for this reason. Uh, there are some people leaping out of chairs, but not for any particular reason. Uh, we're looking. You want to play the Wedding Note Quiz? You win fabulous prizes. You've heard some of them already. But look, there's people back here too. I had no idea there are people in this part of the room. You're sitting in the obstructed view. 
Hi. You know that? You can't see what's going on here. You got these posts in front of you. Uh, we, we can see. We can see pretty well. Yeah. Was that your hand was up? Uh, it was. It was being put up by. You don't have to do it. She self-drives you. No, this is <laughs> she. She does, but this is this is a lifelong dream. Okay, so you don't want to do it, or you do want to? He'd love to do it. You are Tyler. Tyler, give me uh, one good reason, Tyler, while you while you should play the What Do You Know quiz. Um, because I'm I'm absolutely terrified of self-driving cars. <laughs> okay, it's irrelevant, but let's go up here anyway. I don't care about this. Come on, come on, Tyler. Come on, Tyler. How are you? Good to see you. Troyas are here. How are you guys doing? All right, come on up here. Uh, we got to stick between the, yeah, between the bass here. Don't step on his music. This I thought we got rid of once and for all. Have a seat there, if you would, Tyler. Artificial intelligence. It's the wave of the future. Tyler, so what field are you in, or what are you doing these days? Uh, I'm a I'm a physician. Oh, you are. In geriatrics. Geriatrics. Okay, you don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, you got some time off here. Or are you on? Uh, well, it's the weekend. Just the weekend. So, yeah. So you're you're beyond the stage. You have to be on call on weekends. I, I am, fortunately. But is that a wonderful point in your life as a physician? It's, it was it was a wonderful transition. Yeah. Like, yes. What do you do to relax and? Get out of your physician self. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, I run. You do? Are you like a runner, runner, like a major runner, like a big deal runner? I'm I'm like your like the the recreational runner, like the I'm one of the people who's responsible for the large number of people who run marathons now. Yeah. Yeah. So you do you run marathons? Uh, it's been a number of years, but I have historically. Okay, and really anything would be a number of years. <laughs> you know. That's true. Yes. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you say you, it's important to you, and you, uh, do you like a train? You train for it, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, I, I usually run them with my with my sister, who is oh. much more of a runner runner than, than I. So you try to keep up with her as that how the training goes? Try and fail. Yeah. Reliably. Yeah. Well, but it's right. good incentive. All yeah. The same. And uh, where do you do your geriatrics? Uh, at, at the University of Wisconsin. UW. Yes. Okay. Go well, I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and this so. doesn't I'm hurt. <laughs> then I get a thing that does this. <laughs> right. Just, Why just... does it do that? <laughs> and then sometimes it'll be on this side. And that's... it's doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty convincing. So what do you give someone who does that? You know, you just, give, I... <laughs> you know, you just uh, um... quaaludes or something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure with the modern medication or... I probably you would send me to a physical therapist. Yes. That, However, that's, my that's wife a, is a physical therapist, and you oh. don't want to do that. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't want to? If they know you, it becomes a revenge thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so manipulate you like that. So <laughs> I guess there's no helping me. I don't well, know that. Yeah. And uh, so you're, uh, okay, this is the beginning of your weekend. Where do you, where do you go from here, Tyler? Then you guys going out somewhere, or you know, a little... Uh, what do you guys usually do? Uh, in, go to uh, a movie uh, or something? Yeah, or? we might uh, think about go to see some music tonight. Music? Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking about? What sort of? Uh, yeah. I've, I've already uh, forgot. I think it's uh, I think it's yeah. somewhere on Willie Street, actually. Oh, that narrows uh, it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've seen you driving around purposely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. So you know how this quiz works. Someone out there plays along with you. It's a general knowledge quiz, and uh, it's not very important. <laughs> <laughs> the prizes are not worth having. That's for oh, I got. 
people calling in, by the way? What's the number to call, Stephanie? If people want to play the quiz, they're going to pick up the phone and dial 608-250-3222 and answer this qualifying question. Okay. Oh, someone's calling. Oh, okay. Qualifying question. That's me. All right. All right. Uh, who told Time Magazine, I'm president and you're not, is the question. <laughs> and that number to call again is... 608-250-3222. I'm president and you're not. Who would say a thing like that? Let's go to the... Paul, are you there in Charleston, West Virginia? Yeah. Yes, I am. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are things in Charleston? Oh, they're great. The weather's really nice today. It's cloudy, but it's up in the 70s. Cloudy, but up in the 70s sounds good yeah. to me. We, yeah. They didn't have any winter at all, really. We had a winter. Okay. That's all I remember of it, though. I, you know, I'm at the age where I can't re You know, and people say, was this a warmer winter than last year? That's a common question. I, ca I can't remember last year's winter. I can't remember, like, this year's winter. So it's hard for me to compare, but you're saying it's it's okay. uh, it's ju it's definitely warming in West Virginia. Um, yeah. Well, ever since I lived here, every winter when it snowed, the snow plows would come down the street. Yeah. And shove all the snow on the cul-de-sac from up the street and shove it all down <laughs> to my house in the driveway. The cul-de-sac. So this. Uh, this winter, I thought I'd get one over on. So I, I took a, I uh, Google Earth uh, view of my street, and yeah. then I made a diagram with arrows pointing. Don't put the snow here. Put the snow over here, and all that, you know. Yeah. And and sent it to the guy. I emailed it, and he said, emailed me back. That sounds like a great idea. We'll be glad to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but that happened. No. Oh, uh, disappointing, because you actually solved, a, like, a life problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you live on the end of the cul-de-sac, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Is that your first no. end of cul-de-sac living uh, for you? It it's, it must be something to think about. Um, well, it's not, it's not much traffic. Not much traffic. <laughs> All right, Paul, uh, this is uh, Tyler. Your, but, did you answer the question? I don't recall if you answered the question. What was the question? Yeah, the, tw uh, the question is, uh, who told Time Magazine, I'm president and you're not? I, I believe that was Mr. Trump. Yes, that's right, Mr. Trump. <laughs> okay, so you do qualify yeah. for the Tyler. Uh, Paul, yeah. this is Tyler. Tyler, Paul. Glad Hi, Paul. to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Tyler's a, a geriatric. I don't know how old you are. Geriatric <laughs> physician. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the two of you are bonded, I guess. Uh, and we have, they're various. Uh, you work together on this quiz, by the way, okay? Both collaborate. It's not competitive. And then uh, we have various categories, don't we, Stephanie Lee? We do. Those categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, had you been paying attention, science, and odds and ends. Okay, Paul, let's pick first one. What would you like? Uh, science. Science it is. Science. Uh, who eats more in tons, all spiders or all humans? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gee. Um, I, I don't talk know. it over, gentlemen. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would guess spiders, but... Um, 
He's leaning towards spiders, yeah, Paul. Just intuitively. Yeah, things they, they find spiders everywhere. Yeah. Deep up in the Arctic. They seem pretty voracious, too, so. Spiders? Yeah, let's yeah. go with spiders. Yes, yeah, spiders. 800 million tons of other spiders, mostly. And humans, uh, 400 million tons of protein, basically. It's not counting vegetables here, but still, it seems like <laughs> it would be spiders. That's terrifying. Thank goodness we're not eating mostly humans. So that's one right. And the remaining categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, and odds and ends. All right. Uh, Tyler? Uh, things you should have learned in school. Are you from around here, Tyler, or where are you from originally? Uh, originally, I'm from Illinois. That's okay. Uh, whereabouts? Yeah, I, normal? Thank you for your sympathy. Um, actually, a little south of normal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, south spring. normal. <laughs> Where? South Springfield? Normal. Right. Uh, yeah, Springfield. Yeah, Springfield. Very nice town. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> uh, which of the following words sounds almost the same in any language? Is it shut up, nose, or oh, baby, baby, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Do you speak any uh, other languages, Paul? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Neither do I. So. I'm not. But, uh, I know a smattering of words. Uh, no sounds like a pretty good answer. Nose? Yeah, no. Nose. No, like, no, yeah. no, nose is in the body part. Nose. He's saying, he's saying nose. Yeah, yeah. I'd yes, nose, nose. Is yeah. almost, <laughs> if you're in Italy on your trip and you got a nose problem, bring it up. How do you say nose in Italian? Nose. <laughs> nose. Nasa. Nasa. Probably. Nasa. Nosa. Nasa. Wow. That's too right. And the remaining categories are current events, people, places, and odds and ends. All right, Paul, what would you like? Uh, people. People. Okay, these are kind of survey results or whatever. Okay, percentage of people making a complaint... Uh, who say they have had a near-perfect resolution to their problem. So this is, they go to complaint, uh, complain about something, uh, product or whatever, uh, and they get a near-perfect resolution of their problems at 16%, 7%, or less than 1%. Near-perfect. Near perfect. Resolution of complaint. Um, what were those percentages again? Yes, they were 16, 7, or less than 1%. And this I surprising I, I result. Would say, I would say seven. Yeah, I, I guess I would go with that. But yeah, I mean, less than one seems really pessimistic. Uh, uh, Sixteen yeah. seems too high. Uh, no, that sounds like sixteen that's, seem, does that's seem a little, a little high for me because that's like one yeah. in uh, six people. Six as opposed to one in <laughs> slightly more than. Would have actually yeah. a good outcome from a complaint. Yeah, I'd go with 16. Oh, you would? Oh. An optimist. Paul's an optimist. It's, yeah, that is, that is optimistic. Uh, but, yeah. I've got a lot of experience complaining. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've had pretty good luck with the complaints that you have made. Yeah, 16%. 16, thanks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, 16%. Unbelievable. <laughs> Tyler, for 
From questionable veggies to one-armed dove hunts, get the true stories on the first 25 are the hardest CD compilation of Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? with cover art by Nora Feldman. Paul, you've won an authentic What Do You Know? podcast t-shirt featuring Bella the Wonder Dog portraying her dad's voice, woven of only the purest 100% virginal cotton. Congratulations to both of you. Who won that? Paul won that? That was Paul. Paul, are you a medium or a small? Our, can you wear a medium or a small? We only have mediums and smalls on. <laughs> My wife would be wearing it anyway, probably, to go to the gym. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Hang on. Make sure you get an address for me. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, okay, Tyler. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. Another happy customer you, on the What Do You Know Twin. by Michael Feldman, made possible by Kickstarter and the best audience a guy ever had, and depends in large measure on John Tuline, Jeff Hammond, Aubrey Ralph, Lyle Anderson, Dylan Brogan, Sheila Shigley, and yours, most definitely, Stephanie Lee. Watch us grind our sausage live on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash whatiatube, and enjoy the finished salami on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook for news, videos, and you never know what Mine a mother load of what do you know nuggets at whatdoyouknow.net. Follow Michael on Twitter where his nom de screen is at myfeldman. And if you'd like to support what do you know, look for us on patreon.com where for as little as $3 you can make Michael break into song. Or consider becoming an on-air sponsor to promote your goods, your services, or yourself. Over 50,000 what do you know downloads and growing. Thank you all for coming down here to the High Noon Saloon. Thank you for listening on your YouTube and watching also, I must add. And, of course, thanks to John and Jeff, Stephanie Lee. Talk to you again real soon. Whoa! Take us home!